Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The East Ends are evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Summer Break. So, Summer Break is the last installment of the Curtisville stories by M.M. Pratt, 99. Oh, and you said Summer Break was the next one. I thought we were taking a break and I didn't have to read and we were just going to hang out. No. Oh. No, sorry, man. Well, then. <laughs> I, I'm not prepared at all. I am uh, not. I'll wing it. It's fine. That would explain why you're wearing a bathing suit and, like, one of those sun hats. Yeah, I'm ready to go. On top of your ninja outfit. I was yeah. really concerned. Like, it's, you have bathing suit over your pants. I have to be prepared at all times pants. to be a ninja. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's fine. So is that why you brought the beach ball, too? I don't. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's summer vacation pretty, pretty soon, or among us. Not for so, me, apparently. Well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> for most of our listeners, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this one is, it, it's the final story in the Curtisville stories. So, I figured, oh, it's kind of nicely in tune with the, the season and such. So, let's do that one. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's by M.M. Pratt 99. You can find them on, uh, deviantart.com or on the creepboss.wiki site. Uh, and I guess we'll just jump right into this one. Uh, so, Summer Break starts off with a unnamed character. Nair. My favorite character of all time. Yeah. And she's going to summer camp. Um, so, she is... Uh, but she's a little nervous about it because she's heard some stories from her sisters about the camp and such. And also some other things that we'll get that she's going to get into. Um, yeah, this Nair does have a gender, at least. Yeah. At least an assumed gender. Yeah. Based on everything. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, so she gets onto the bus. Uh, it's fairly crowded, and she pulls out her uh, her large her, her newspaper to start reading. On basically, uh, it's like supernatural and mundane affairs. <laughs> like it's got like elf celebrities, like mm-hmm. and their scandals and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then something happens where she starts having a flashback to. Um, what her sisters were talking about, or uh, about her, or like that scared her about like this trip and like otherwise, and it's about the. Um, it was a number of years ago too. Yeah, it was a few years ago. Yeah, uh, it was actually back in two thousand three, I believe, um, when the um, the last story happened, because hmm. that was um, uh, and that was the uh, the uh, what the hell are they called? Not the Crawfords. The um, Chalmers, the Chalmers, uh, like murder, like the ma- that mass murder and the and the bunker that was behind their house and the creepy vending machines and stuff like that. Um, so she her her sisters are tell- were telling the like them her about like what happened that night, no, uh, like for that stuff, and also ex- telling them her about this like monster, like there was a seventh Chalmers child. Um, but there was only six Chalmers, uh, like discover or Chalmers children discovered in the uh, in the the massacre. And it's like, well, there was a seventh one in that bunker behind the house, and it got bigger and bigger as they'd feed it more flesh and stuff like that. And then it broke out, and in conjunction with the Far Lyeth incident, 
which was like the far life, the, the gray man, um, like causing like a ruckus and like making disappearing people. This creature was also responsible for killing Jehovah's Witnesses and other car- people uh, around like the, the neighbor, the town, and stuff like that. And the reason it was a monster is because of like complications in the process that the parents did to themselves and all the children to make them all look like elves. Yes, because they're outer humans, like they're Hualan. Hualan. They're a word that I didn't attempt to pronounce. Yeah, Fair. it's that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Um, like it's, and as far as I know, there's no actual. It, it's like a. It, it might be a, just a made up term for like for the story world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically they're they're outer humans. They're humans from another reality or something like that that have moved moved to the real world um and yeah they've they've modified themselves genetically to be more elven and in in that process something went horribly wrong and the seventh child became like monstrous um like bat wings scaly furred not um, immediately but no, through, right. through all the yeah. through it being locked in the bunker and partially starved by eating once a week yeah and being fed like just platters of like raw flesh mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so origin. apparently that's what broke out of the bunker, and that's why there's a massacre down the bunker, mm-hmm. which makes the different. What, what about those vending machines? <laughs> but anyway, we'll get back to that. Later. Yeah. Um, and but our narrator rolls her eyes because her sisters had just watched a, uh, a documentary on the Jersey Devil, so they're kind of like she she thinks that they're just kind of like blending in like the story the the stuff they heard from that documentary into the Chalmers case um that is until they show her a bunch of newspapers articles from that from that time of the Curtis of a Curtisville monster that was like causing like disappearances in animals and and people um including uh, near that campground that they're going to uh then they i believe talk about the uh, the two the two kids that uh, that died um, oh, not at the Chalmers place but at like where uh, where Miss um, Green uh, Constance Green uh, died because uh, apparently there's another kid there too that died like on the ground and where Curti- where where, uh, where uh, Credence died on like the electric on the electric pole from the electric uh, wires uh, and they were talking about how like the missing like the they never found the missing hand and then. Nair accuses her sisters of like having the hand. Is like, no, we didn't. We didn't take the hand, but we we know who did, or or we saw somebody who did. And apparently that night, when all that stuff was going on, um, this like ghost creature uh, that was like a student that they knew from well, school. Well, first they they're woken up by like taps on the window. Yeah, like a couple of times. Like that, that's happened in some of the other stories. Like there's a tap on the windows, uh, and they went to go check because they realized there was a pattern to it, like a. Like a, almost like a code. Yeah. And then they went to the window, and it was this like pale, like ghostly face of a classmate they knew, who they hated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As apparently all these kids hate them, their their fellow classmates. Well, I mean, they give legit reasons as yeah. to why they hate this person. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was this this ghost person uh, was carrying the um, uh, the hand in their in their in one of their hands. Uh, and then so, and the reason that they know it was Constance's hand is because like two of her fingers were fused together. Yeah, it had, on yeah, both she hands. Had, yeah, she had that. Um, I wish I'd looked that. I wish I'd remembered that. Uh, it's the webbing. Yeah, the webbing hands. It's the same thing that Thane, uh, Thane from uh, Mass Effect had. Does he? Yeah, he actually has like where it's like the two fingers are fused together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the more you know, <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. I... Feature me. Add in what it was called. Now. Syndactyly. Yeah, it's like that. 
according to Google uh, Translate. Or is it Google Translate or Google Pronunciation? Pronunciation. <laughs> okay. Which knows all. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. In this day and age, really. But yeah, so going back to what we were saying, um, yeah, so she had that, so that's how we figured out where the hand where the uh, the hand was, or whose hand it was. Um, and so they did what any other what any other uh, rational person would do, and pulled out a flare gun and fired it at the uh, at the um, at, at the ghost in the window, and it went through the window, shattering the pane and smacking this thing in the face, giving it pain as well. Yes, I would imagine. Oh, hopefully. Um, and it's, it's not just any flare gun, as we find out. It's a lip switch flare gun, contraband flare gun, <laughs> a, a, a lipzig flare gun. Uh, which is a steampunker flare gun from the steampunk, the uh, that that imperialist steampunk dimension that she, uh, that uh, the sister got from uh, the Goblin Market uh, on, at a raffle um, in, Ter- <laughs> in Terrapin Station. I think the funniest part is just it's from a raffle. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, like she she and so shortly thereafter, uh, they they run downstairs. Um, they get like bats and stuff like that. And go hunt and go after the um, uh, the ghost because it, it went back down to their like their proper like down to their backyard area uh, or to the side of the house and they find dogs there not hellhounds just regular dogs that a were, lot of them that were and a lot of them that were chasing the ghost thing um, so they they went after it as well and uh, they eventually I think catch up to it. I was about to refer to all the dogs as Scooby Doo, and then realize that yes, it does become a Scooby Doo moment because they're all just chasing. Yeah, the it, thing it around. around the house multiple times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they run around the house six or seven times. Uh, they even commented that it was like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Um, and I think it either gets away or they just like beat it down and it vanishes. The um, they hear sirens. Okay, from yeah. cops showing up, and then they just. Darted into the woods and bail. Yeah, and then the cops show up and almost arrest the sister who hit the flare gun for arson and murder because yeah. she had the she had a weapon that, or I guess a, she did technically have a uh, a tool of uh, that could have caused what happened in the Chalmers and all that stuff. But eventually, she's proven innocent, and because she, she has uh, some good alibis as to where she was uh, when that all that was going on. Like so, they they didn't come up empty-handed that night, though. Um, they did actually find something of interest. Uh, apparently, on under one of their shoes while they were running around and stuff, they found a a photo, um, and they actually fo- have the photo and they give it to uh, Nair to look at, and it's got like a bunch of uh, girls, uh, five teenage girls hovering mid-air in front of a ruined wall. Uh, their faces just blurry smears, and. Just as they were, uh, and just as they were standing still, um, uh, suddenly we're thrown back from the flashback to the bus (laughs) as she's like seeing that in like her memory. Um, and that's why she, um, uh, why she went to that flashback in the first place because as she was leafing through her newspaper, there was the photo and it had been locked in a, in a, in a drawer. Uh, by her sister, and her sister had never like she had never seen her sister like move, like pull it out and put it in her stuff. It's also a new newspaper that she just bought. Exactly, yeah. So like, how the hell did this make it there? So that's basically the story. Kind of ends there with that kind of chilling like discovery 
that the uh, the creepy photo um, of like the, the the girls there, and one of them is missing in the photo. There's now four uh, four girls, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, that's how the story ends. So uh, I would like to apologize for how um, usually hack and slash that narr- that rundown was. <laughs> it's up to standard. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll continue on with everyone expects the grammar inquisitions at this point. Um, pull up my notes. So I'm going to start off with a nitpick. Sometimes you may have really horrible days descending upon you without any hint of warning. So for me, this is a really, really nitpicky. Uh, with any hint of warning, could have been with any hint or warning. But it honestly could have gone either way. It's super nitpicky. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. I, I'm struggling to try to comprehend. <laughs> Um, the next one I have, it felt good, but I knew this refreshing breeze wasn't going to last once we reached the mountains and by the time we get to the Willow Creek's or Willow Creek writer's camp, it was going to be stifling hot and muggy. So a little long winded because that's all one sentence with a few commas. <laughs> really hope you want to repeat that? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Just might uh, have a guest host of your tummy. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Um, also, uh, it should be got, not get, to keep the past tense. Oh, yeah. Because mm. um, the whole thing, time, it was past tense. And then it suddenly became present tense when we get to the mm-hmm. Willow Creek Writers Camp. Uh, we should never actually get there. I know. Don't even get me started on that. Okay. I'll get, wait till wait till my actual thoughts on that. All one. right. <laughs> um, leafing absentmindedly through the pages of the usual weighty multiverse matters and elven celebrity scandals, I found myself wondering about or wandering about. Wait, one. Okay, I found myself wondering about what the two weeks of Camp Kimtu would be like. Okay, so. I love the fa- the urban fantasy vibes we're getting here, uh, as per the norm of the Curtisville stories. However, this is my, my grammar inquisition part. Is it elfin or elven? In the first paragraph, it's an elfin, as an E-L-F-I-N, airship um, that she's talking about. But now we have it's elven, as an E-L-V-E-N. Yeah, because... Are there two spellings or factions? Uh, No, I think it's pretty clear. Really? The Elfin Airship is an Elven Elfin Airship. The airship is called Elfin. Because the elves are in it. Because it has fins on it. But it it is Elven. But it kind of looks like an elephant, so... (laughs) Also that. <laughs> like that, like the 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 the, uh, the the dorsal fins, uh, like of the of the of the, of the common elephant. Yes, oh, no, the, the, the dorsal fins of the of the aircraft of the airship. Oh, yes. That like they have like as like kind of like steering paddles, and so that kind of look flappy, like like elephant wings. So they call it the elephant wings <laughs> or elephant elephant ears or elephant ears. Sorry, it's like Dumbo. Like yeah, ears, yeah, they are wings to him. That's fine. Um, yeah. So it just let me. Is like, are there two spellings? I mean, technically, like yeah, elfin. 
is a spelling of when you're talking about like an elven thing, because elf or elves. But and you just said it's an elven thing. It, it's entirely possible that it's just two or uh, or otherwise either both work or whatever. Yeah, uh, the my, my mm-hmm. the the bottom of this is like I feel like it should just be one or the other, not mm-hmm. two, or explain why there are two t- distinctions between elven and elfin. Mm-hmm. Any elven vehicle that's made has to start with E L. And because it has lots of fins on it, it is the elfin. Clearly. Okay. It's an elven elfin. All right. Well, I wish that would be explained in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I wish they went to like the dealership. Well, yeah. Talked about all the different vehicles. Oh, God. Also, I just want that story. <laughs> well, I took it a different way. Oh, okay. did you? Uh, which is uh, the, the vehicles uh, are elf in. So the elves are inside in the vehicle. vehicle. Uh huh. That's true. The elves are inside the airship. <laughs> inside the computer. It's probably not picking up. Maybe. Cool. Don't <laughs> worry, Levelator will get it. <laughs> As Levelator's like shaking its fist at you. <laughs> um, my next one after that. Mm-hmm. It made good its escape into the dark forest oh, actually, area around Sorry, before we continue. There was another grammar thing that you mentioned in the previous one that I picked up when you read it. Okay, what was that? Read it again. <laughs> the uh, leafing absentmindedly through the pages of the usual weighty multiverse matters and elven celebrity scandals, I found myself wondering about what there. the two weeks stop to would be like. Stop. Wondering? Yeah, wouldn't it just be wondering? Wondering what the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. You can also remove. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I guess it works either way. It, it's just. I'll, I'll take that as a nitpick. I haven't had actually, one of those. Actually, no, in a while. no. To that you read, this is also a very another long-winded sentence. So you could mm-hmm. remove that about to help streamline it a bit more. Maybe. <laughs> I'm apparently, really hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, I just start getting. <laughs> anyway, um, so it made good its escape. Into uh, into the it made good its escape into the dark forest area around town. So I would have removed area and just had it like it made good its escape into the dark forest surrounding the the town. I'd remove good. It no, made it made escape. Oh no, it made good its escape is actually like uh like a an, it's. An all right descriptor for that because that's actually a, like a term, like that's a term of like, oh, they made good their escape again uh, out of the prison. Like, the it almost prison. sounds like it done good its escape. You well, know? yeah, it is kind of like that kind of like dialogue, mm-hmm. but it's it's it, that it is still appropriate for like this kind of writing. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, and then this is actually a a, a typo in a, uh, a headline, like one of those fictional headlines they had, like one of the newspaper headlines. And my inner uh, my inner paginator is screaming. <laughs> Uh, mystery deepens over disappearance uh, of five local girls at Fair Haven Midsummer Party. So it's supposed to be disappearance, um, like the C is missing in disappearance. Yeah. Otherwise, it's disappearance. <laughs> Maybe this world, no. it's a different type of disappearing no. through magical means. No. Disappearance. The paginator for that headline was really sloppy. That's I didn't catch that typo. No. I mean, that's a headline. Like, you can get into a lot of trouble as a paginator if you if you uh, if you if you if you're the one that sends that or like doesn't catch that and sends that off to press. Mm-hmm. Hope that guy got it right up. Indeed. 
Um, and so my next one, it was pitch black, but we could see still see enough because it was pale gray and luminous looking. But I knew one. Oh, God. Sorry, this does have a lot of long-winded sentences, so i got to restart that. Uh, it was pitch black, but we could see still see enough because it was pale gray and luminous looking. But I knew who it was. It was Jane Woodley. Or Jane Wood. It was Jane Woodley's face. No, no one else in town... Yeah. No one else in town had a big-eyed, pudgy baby face with a curly-cropped, really short hairdo. Okay, that really needs a few periods in there. Mm-hmm. Just, like, cause to break yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. And because there... Yes, you have a comma and then a but, which is okay once in a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Not twice mm-hmm. or three times. And there's a because in there as well. So yeah, yeah, exactly. There's not yeah, there's too many transitionaries. You might cut that cut that sentence into multiple sentences. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, remove one, remove the first C because we could, no, it should be still. No, no, we could still see. Cuz it's as it is, it's but we could see still see enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. So but we could still see enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe like um uh, Add an ellipses, or, or yeah, the my alternative is like keep the C there, but like we could see dot 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 like ellipses or like that dash mm-hmm. still C to kind of add like a little bit of stuttering to the dialogue, like to show that there's more there's some stuttering because mm-hmm. it does it early like later on. It's like but we but I knew who it was. It was Jane Woodley's face. Please. Is this through dialogue or through? This memory? is actually a dialogue. Piece. Then yeah, that's possible. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one here is, she was a dwarfish, rather unpleasant Hualawit, or, yeah, Hualawit. Uh, okay, hang on, I got <laughs> that wasn't the end of that sentence. <laughs> Shit. Uh, she was a dwarfish, rather unpleasant Hualawit of a seventh grader uh, with a fanatical streak. Okay, this could either be slang for the outer human brats, like the Hualawits, so it could all be one word. Or they could have forgotten a space between Huala and I Twit. think it's supposed to be a derogatory term. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, yeah, I, I just wasn't I wasn't sure because this is an urban fantasy story that, and they usually do have like their own like, little slangs and slurs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my next one: most her time was spent snooping around, trying to find out secrets about her fellow classmates and close neighbors. So it's supposed to be most of her time was spent snooping around. Mm. Uh, the next one. Hoping that maybe she would just get bored and bother someone else. Someone, ah. Okay. Sorry, I had, didn't read that ahead of time. <sighs> Hoping that maybe she would get, just get bored and bother someone for a change. I think you need bother someone else for a change. Mm-hmm. It's missing else. Oh, because that's Cause saying that she doesn't bother anyone ever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why don't you bother someone for a change? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then this one, it remained me of raw bread dough. It needs to be reminded me of raw bread dough. That's technically dialogue. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's the way the character misspells words. That's the way the character slurs their words. <laughs> exactly. 
There's a new line for the shirt. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna make that a separate shirt. <laughs> just like a and then have like a like a like a, a pint of beer or something like that on the back. Yeah. <sighs> so there she was, her weird, ugly mug staring. <sighs> so here's so there she was, her weird, ugly mug starting at us, <laughs> like one of those Oio Oiwa ghost lanterns. Then Kyoto shot at it with a Leipzig flare gun, shattering the pane, and then in a wink of and then in a wink it was gone. So it's supposed to be staring. Also, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Um and then my next one here is what my 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 second my second last one of grammar positions. <laughs> but we did we find but we did we find something interesting. <laughs> Said Izumi brightly. I think I think you just need to remove the second we. So it's like, but we did find something interesting. Because otherwise, or but we did, we did find it something. Exactly, yeah. Like have like an ellipses or like have again, the or stutter, something. have the stuttering effect for mm-hmm. dialogue. And then my last one, because I knew Mizaki had looked up that photo. Because I knew, right? Okay, sorry. I, apparently, my vision is not that great, even with glasses, because I saw locked as looked. <laughs> Like, I saw that C as in second O. Enhance. Enhance. That 12, 12 font size. Uh, because I knew Mizaki had locked up that photo up in her desk after she had shown it to me. Yeah, okay, that was a really bad... Blah. Because I knew Mizaki had locked up that photo up... Right, okay, that's what's fucking me up, is the actual spelling error. Oh. Because I knew Mizaki had locked up that photo up in her desk after she had shown it to me. Only needed one of the ups in the sentence. But it was locked up, up in her desk. Because I knew Mizaki had locked up that photo in her desk after she she had shown it to me. Or... Because I knew Mizaki had locked that photo up in her desk. It just needs the one. It doesn't need the two. What if her desk is upstairs? Or up in her desk. Then say that her her desk upstairs. And maybe her desk is hanging from the ceiling. No. So it makes it harder for people to break into it. No. In this world? No. In this world, you say no. it has to be specified. (laughs) It's up in her desk. It's right (laughs) up. Then it needs to be specified, either upstairs or up on the ceiling. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, that is one way to get around. Upstairs in her desk. Yeah. It's how the character <laughs> lives. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, and that is my, my, my grammar positions. Mikey, do you got anything else? Alright, I have a front end to begin Which, with. Yeah, okay. You wake up with a strong sense of foreboding, and you know that things will turn sour the moment you step outside. And yet, on other days, everything seems to be going great until a sinkhole suddenly opens up while you are rollerblading or an elfin airship crash lands into your backyard taking out your treehouse. Yeah, really, For again, long-winded sentences. <laughs> um, and... Honestly, you have and and yet in this, like, you just need one of those. And yeah. yet is the more preferable one. Well, the and was the start. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's and, and yet. And yet. Yeah. 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 So it could yet. Be. Yeah. The yet is, is just as, as, like, is actually, like, the, you just need the yet. You don't need the and. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They, re- they really are like the uhs and ums. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like and a typo tick. And then next I have a front butt. As any good creepypasta should. Next fall was high school where hopefully I wouldn't get dumped in the special self-esteem class for sufferers of extreme shyness and other awkward geekiness. But I wasn't thinking about that at the moment. Yeah. I was like, I mean, there's also an actual thought there. You need something to contrast with what you were just talking about, Mm -hmm. but... But it's the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it, no, actually, honestly, it was not what I was thinking about. Is yeah, kind of appropriate without the butt. Yeah, and because like it's like, or she, if you want, or if you want to use a contrasting thing, just use however. Yeah, you could also go that way. Although, I, again, I, I feel like it was uh, it was not what I was talking thinking about at that point. However, or actually, does, do I just add in a however? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> However's a good word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where you put it. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, uh, it just shows how different their world is having a special self-esteem class for sufferers of extreme shyness and other awkward geekiness. I mean, I think all of us wish we had those (laughs) back in in high school. Well, specifically anyone that's shy and geeky, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Alright, uh, one's already been covered, and we got another front butt. <coughs> Even though they were right about the cabins being a bit rustic and outdated, they were fairly clean and well kept, plus, there wasn't an animal pest in sight, big or minuscule. But it was what. They told me afterwards that scared me even more than any horror movie or scary cover story out there. Because it happened to be true, and the incident actually occurred in my hometown. Is that all one sentence? No. Okay, there's no. Front a few, few very long sentences, though, right? Yeah. Is that a front butt and a front because? Or is it because in the middle? Uh, because is in the middle, because there's an ellipses before the because. Okay. To sort of break it up a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still. But no. Uh, and then I can't remember if Review Cult has covered this. Did you notice the extra after? Uh, from which one? Uh, from the following quote. <laughs> well, that's great, I thought, flipping through after page after page of fear and intrigue. I did have that, but it's not all my, uh, in my thoughts. I, but I did comment on that. So it should just be page after page, not after page after page? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, Extra after. Yeah, I must have missed that one in my, uh, when I was gathering up my comments. All right. And then I have one more front butt. My sister nearly got arrested that night for firing off an illegal firearm and for arson slash murder charges. But she got let go with a citation when witnesses came forward saying that she wasn't anywhere near the Chalmers mansion when the blaze took place. So I'd go, personally, almost got arrested for using a legal firearm, comma, but she didn't, period. She had witnesses, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately this story does suffer a lot from long-winded... Sentences. Mm-hmm. Also, illegal firearm and raffle. 
goblin market. Oh, yeah, goblins, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking goblins, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's probably illegal because it's from another universe. Yeah. It is from the imperialist uh, steampunk, uh, steampunk imperialists. That's true. That's very true. Alright. So, uh, what do you got? <clears throat> um, I know you got at least one of mine. Sweet. I thought I did notice you, like, I like, took that off. <laughs> yeah, well, you got at least two you of mine. You didn't read the entire story. <laughs> Not really. Oh, okay. You meant, like, I was like, yeah, I, I, did, you. I did read the entire story. But I, I meant in regards <laughs> of grammar related gotcha. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mine. However, my glumness died away as soon as I started perusing my newly purchased paper, all while trying to ignore the heavy thumps of suitcases being heaved into the lower compartments. And um, the suggestion I have is what what's there is all a while trying to ignore. Shouldn't it be all the while trying yeah. to ignore? Was it all of while or all, all a while? All a while. Yeah, it's supposed to be the while. <laughs> <laughs> Then, uh, I grew up in Curtisville, by the way, and it wasn't much of a tourist Mecca, despite having blah, 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 blah. And Mecca is capitalized? Yeah, um, Mecca is actually um, a, a, the name of a city. It's where Mecca, a place regarded as a center for a specified group activity or interest. Yes. Which is the way it's, it's a, used. Okay. Because it's talking about Curtisville yeah. as a Mecca. Yeah. So it's a descriptor mm-hmm. for Curtisville. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, then on to actual thoughts. So, on to the meat and potatoes. I guess on to the potatoes. If the grammar positions and the actual thoughts of the meat and potatoes of our show, then the grammar positions would be the meat. And the anyway, you said on to the notes are meat and potatoes of the show, which means the notes is the meat and potatoes, which means like the the meat is the notes and the potatoes are. Are the the final thoughts or something? Anyway, yeah, like, uh, the, the <laughs> we inquis- need to make this like we laid out. Apparently, the, the grammar inquisitions are the salad. Yes, they're the the uh, appetizer. Mm-hmm. It's the disgusting <laughs> appetizer. Yeah. You don't really want to eat, yeah. but the they're meat, there. And the meat and potatoes—they're really just the meatballs and the spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, onto the actual thoughts. If you wanted to experience supernatural horror here, you had to go see it at the movie theater or go to the nearest video rental. Uh, are we talking about the same Curtisville as the previous stories? Because, like, she starts the story kind of, like, saying, like, Curtisville's like, there's nothing really happens in Curtisville and some of that. Oh, except for this, pl- this th- and then she goes on, it's like, oh, except for Elvin, like, a possible Elvin airship crashing down. And, so, and then, like, and we went to the goblin world for a while. We went to, we went to the gar- goblin market in near, uh, Telepin, uh, or the Terrapin? Yeah, near, uh... But either way, that's not in Curtisville. Yeah. yeah, apparently not. Um, also, I guess it, like, it is, like, if, you, if you're surrounded by, like, weird fantasy, urban fantasy stuff, like, everything just becomes mundane and stuff, right? Well, it, or it's more along the lines of, like, it's mundane compared to everywhere else. Yeah. Like, there's way more magical stuff also, going on elsewhere. Yeah. Alternatively, uh, the uh, it could be that like um, a lot of the stuff, like the weird stuff, like we the, the government or like the yeah the government of this world seems to like keep everything uh, try to keep things under wraps from the mundane world. Um, so maybe uh, at this point in the, in the story, I was like, all right, well maybe she it's just kept secret from like a lot of people. But then she pulls out a newspaper about the multiverse matters, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, and then she clearly is 
like in like in in league or at least like is familial with supernatural beings. Case in point, my next set, my next uh, actual. The newspaper could be talking about other towns that have more fantastical things, but there's not many things in Curtisville that she's aware of. Even though, like, we've had like four or five stories that she doesn't know about those. Apparently not. (laughs) Until she does, when she has a flashback about her sister telling her about the weird shit that happened that one night. (laughs) All right, you win. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, going back, going to my next one, um, where I was saying like where she's kind of tied to familiar, like familiarly to weird beings or supernatural beings. I was eight years old while my sisters were ten and were mischievous as hell, which wasn't at all surprising seeing as they were half Chick Charney. What's a Chick Charney, you may ask? Well, it's a cryptid. The Chick Charney, also known as the Chick Charney or Chick... or the Chick Charney in different spellings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Chick Charney, the Chick Charney, and the the Chick Chick Charney. Charney. Basically, Chick Charney with an E-Y, Chick Charney with an I-E, and a Chick Charney with an E-E. Oh, there actually is three. (laughs) (laughs) Is a legendary creature in the folklore of the Andros Islands in the uh, the Bahamas. Uh, It is said to live in the forests, and... uh, It is said to live in the forests, and furry, feathered, and about... Three feet. This is a grammar position on, on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> wow, Wikipedia, get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. What are you made by? Or what are you started up by? Like a bunch or by anybody who can like post anything on it, right? <laughs> um, uh, it's tall with an ugly appearance resembling an owl. In common legend, if travelers meet a chicharney uh, and treat it well, they are rewarded with good luck. While tre- if, uh, while treating a chicharney badly will result in bad luck and hard times. Thank you, Wikipedia. So, are they half-sisters? Like, is one of the parents a Chicharney? And if that's the case, are, is Nair a half-Chicharney as well? I don't think so, because she said, like, they're half-Chicharney, not we're all half-Chicharney. So, she's, again, like... So, so I'm, I'm assuming they're either, like, harpies, yeah, or but, they're, like, furry owls. Yeah, they're, like, out, like, I think they're, like, yeah, like, half-human, half-harpy owl creatures. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I guess her, she's a half-sister... To these twins or to these triplets, mm-hmm. I guess. So that mean that they are they triplets because they were all birthed out of like from three eggs? Yes, <laughs> that hatched. Yes, it's the only explanation. And so, is the dad that uh, was dad the dad human, dad or was the mother Chicharney well, yeah, for the kid for the girls, and then? The then like the the dad uh, like split up with the Chicharney mom and eventually like hooked up with a human mom for who already had a child yeah or 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 no who was who um, who then had a yeah yeah like so they would have Chicharney mom yeah human dad yeah made triplets then sometime after the the triplets are born uh, in like two we in two years they split up and uh, dad meets another like a human woman. And they hook up, and they have um, uh, Nair two years after the Chicharney, the half Chicharney uh, triplets are born. Yes, assuming that Nair is full and human, which she may not. Unless be. they what the split up wasn't like a divorcey thing or anything. Like that. The Chicharney mother died, and so oh, that's she, a lot nicer. I mean, <laughs> well, it's it, that's the, the that would be more. It would be more probably logistical that the father would take the uh, the chil- the triplets. Oh. Or just the mom is a chick attorney there now. Fair. <laughs> or, we don't know any of this. I, we really don't. She could have died laying the eggs because they were larger than normal. Oh. 
So they but could Chick have... Charney's already huge. No, I'm thinking like the mom was human and the dad was Chick Charney. <laughs> but then again, that doesn't remove that. Why is, the eggs. <laughs> also that like why is like it is Nair in fact also half Chick Charney? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a mystery. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't actually. I I would. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't mind a uh, a story about. Um, a interspecies uh, or interracial, not interspecies. Well, I guess it's kind of interspecies. An interracial, um, like family um, uh, dynamic is set in Curtisville because mm-hmm. there's so many different factions and races in this story. Yeah, there really. Or in the series, in this world, um, like Nair could be a werewolf for all we know. Yeah, Wolf Cop. Yeah, Wolf Cop. <laughs> uh, so moving right along. Instead of doing the most sensible thing, destroying the beast and alerting the authorities, they decided to lock up the fourth sibling. Fourth? Seventh sibling. In a nearby bomb shelter to feed her a platter of raw meat once a week. Maybe they were hoping to starve the the monster or at least keep it to a manageable size. First off, is it not the seventh child? It's number four that came out. I I guess, yeah. It, okay. They all have it's numbers on their foreheads. It's technically the seventh child. Like it, it's the seventh, you know, it's the seventh of the six child, children that were killed in the uh, in the Chalmers uh, massacre. But it was the fourth one that they had. Yeah. Okay, that's not confusing at all. It's not. They have the numbers tattooed on their foreheads. Clear. It's easy to keep straight. Uh, and my my comment on that was like, so that my my actual comment on that, not just like. Wait, fourth? I thought it was the seventh. Mm-hmm. So that's what was in the bunker that escaped and why the, all those bodies were th- down there. It doesn't explain but why the bodies what were about there the, at all. Yeah, it, but then what about the baby vending machine? The monstrous ba- baby vending machines? That's the flesh they were feeding it, maybe. I don't know. Well, basically, that's where the monster got its snacks. Yeah. And they didn't give it change. Oh. They didn't give it change the one day, and he couldn't get any snacks, so he just went on a rampage. Yep, I guess so. But where the bodies come from? Well, that's that's, that's, were, that's the platters of raw meat. Uh, <laughs> that was the uh, supernatural task force trying to uh, stop the monster. Oh, yeah, clearly. Yeah, they threw a lot of bodies out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> Don't worry, we got an elemental plane of cops. <laughs> just keep throwing them in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I just like it. Kind of contradicts the previous stories a little bit with like, why did you get? Why did you talk? Like, but then it also, but then it goes into this. Um, at this point in the story, I was rolling my eyes. It was sounding so much like. Oh, I thought you were other... just talking you, you yourself. <laughs> yeah, at this part of the story, I was just rolling my eyes. But no, it's actually reading yeah. the story. Yeah, okay. at this point, at this point in the story, I was rolling my eyes. It was sounding so much like that of another infamous mutant misanthrope. Wow, alliteration there. Uh, who is gen- who is currently terrorizing local residents in the southern New-, New Jersey area? Not surprising, considering my sister's story coincided with a Jersey Devil documentary on Animal Planet. Uh, okay, wait. So this story of the seventh Chalmer child is just a tall tale told by the Nair sisters. And fabricated from the Jersey Devil sightings? That's what she's assuming for, at this current moment. Yeah, for a minute I thought we were getting a huge retcon from the previous story where, like, yeah, it turns out, like, all that bunker stuff, that was actually just another, like, a monster that was in there, and it wasn't had anything to do with the Far Lyeth creature. <laughs> mm. um, I was, it, it leaves me, it left me a little confused 
until you get to the end. And even then, they bring up later newspaper sightings of about a Curseville monster. So was the second was there a second monster on the grassy knoll? <laughs> like in that other story? Were there in fact two monsters? And yeah, one that, was, that's why you don't know the second one's there because it's not in the bunker. It's in a grassy knoll over clearly, there, so yeah. it's hidden. It's in fact, it is a knoll. In oh, it's a knoll in the knoll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And he's also in the know. Yeah, exactly. About everything. That's why mm-hmm. he's able to stay. Hidden. Yeah, it just it let, that whole section like it, it just like the contradictions. Uh, there, it, it it seems to um, present contradictions to the previous stories that we've been reading up to this point. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. I'm just left kind of confused as to like what's real and what's not, or what's supposed to be canon and what's supposed to be real. What's your problem with the contradictions? contradictions it seems like it's mainly the vending machine. No, not just the vending machine. Like the monster is never like it, it does try to give us like a new monster, like or explain why what was down in the bunker. Yeah. But then what was the point of the vending machines and like because it seemed like from the last story it was pretty cut, cut and dry that it was like they were like, gr- growing monsters out of those out of those vending machine-like Were they growing things. them out of that? Yeah, they were, or... like, fetu- like, ju- like, like, kind of like monsters, like, fetuses that were, like, that were, like, growing in those, in the vats. Well, that's the meat that they were feeding it once a week. That could have been it, maybe. So instead of, like, murdering people to get it, they grow it. Even though there's all those bodies on the floor. That was Supernatural Task Force going okay, to fight. Them. I, I, the, know, I know, I know. Remove your emplacements <laughs> on the story. Okay. Sit down, like, like actually, like, I'm legitimately, like, want to be serious here for a second. Like, so were those those bodies being fed to the, like, being pro- uh, put into the vending machine, the, like, to process for the, the, the fetuses to be growing, and then use those as meat platters for the monster? The, or the, is it just a They get thing? the fetus out. Yeah. They pay for the fetus. Yeah. And then the, the monster is in a second layer of the bunker. That, and they deposit the fetus, and the way it's grown, it quickly grows into a full-sized morsel for it to eat. And that's the body on the ground. Okay. That's the closest thing I can come up with yeah. with me making up shit. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> so, it, like, I think the ba- brass tacks here is that those two, this story and the previous story need to be looked at and like reworked a little bit to make that a little bit more coherent. Because there's a little bit of like uh, fracturing cohesion right now between the two stories. Because, like, it grew and it broke out. Yeah. There's, there's but a... it broke out before, like, they called the cops or anything. Yeah. So the bodies had to have been there previously. And apparently it's responsible for the deaths of all the Jehovah's Witnesses and some of that. Not the Far Lyoth creature. Which which apparently was the responsible was the thing responsible for it in the previous story. That's what I'm kind of getting at as well. Uh-huh. The Gray Man was apparently the, was not the, the one that killed all, those pe- all, the, all the residents around town. Um, but not all those people were going missing. It was actually okay. this creature. But then the sisters had just watched. And the the, the Anair points out the sisters had just watched a, a Jersey Devil Animal Planet thing documentary. So they were making up the story, and I'm just like, what's canon right now? Okay, how do I hold all these ideas, story ideas? Maybe it's maybe the monster is the the gray man. And they just said it's some weird bat-like creature. That, is, that, that could be it, yeah. That's the fabrication that they got from the Jersey Devil thing. Yeah. And the other thing is is that it's another person's perspective. So yes. they might not know about the Fairlyth creature, so they're just lumping things together. And, and I get that. I, I do appreciate that there, we get like another, like, set, like, another like, party of characters in the town um, and, their own, and their point of view of, what's, of what happened. 
And because they don't know the other seems, stuff, they're not metagaming and or yeah, whatever the term but, is. But at the same time, it leaves the reader who's read like if, if the reader has read the other stories and like, reads this one, it leaves you confused as to what happened, like what actually happened. Like I just feel like there it's too much convoluted like confusion to really like why would you like I just feel like that should probably be removed or like be uh, reevaluated for the story. What do I know? That's just my opinion. <laughs> um, uh, moving on to the next one. I just realized. I just realized that I'm gonna have to read "Hippopotamus My Butt." Um, I'm surprised I heard anything at all with all the hippopotamus snoring that was going on. "Hippopotamus My Butt," snapped Kyoko. I'll have you know, Mizaki sighed wearily. Ugh, just finished the damn story already. Thank you, Mizaki. <laughs> Not that I don't appreciate character banter. It is enjoyable in the story, like as I'm reading as I was reading it. But it's starting to get a it was starting to get a little uh fillery. <laughs> like they just weren't getting to the plot. <laughs> it's it almost was, like it's kids. Tri- I, I understand, like, and again, it was entertaining, but it's like it, at a certain point, like there was too much banter, it's like just get to the to the point of the story. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I kind of get you, but they, they yeah. are kids, so they're ADD, yeah. you know, situation. No, and I get you, and like again, I didn't. It's they're chick charnies. What do you expect? Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you on the same boat because, like, I'm conflicted in this because at one point again I did enjoy the the writing yeah. I did enjoy the character uh, the characters like back and forth and that that development at the same time it a certain point it was like just tell me what you're what you're trying to tell your sister yeah yeah <laughs> get you in the shoes of the sister I, I, yeah, it's like, yeah, to it's like, really yeah, feel I the really frustration. Feel her frustration yeah exactly like, oh. <laughs> and then uh the next one is wait Okay, <laughs> my mouth dropped open, and I and as I looked back to Ky- at Kyoto, no. my mouth dropped open, and as I looked back at Kyoto, Lipsig flare gun? Where the hell did you get a steam a steampunker flare gun at? Kyoto smiled smugly as she gave a slight shrug. Won it off? Won it off a raffle at the Goblin Market in Terrapin Station? Of course you did. Seriously, I I. There's nothing wrong with that sentence. I just I really love the bizarre multiverse stuff that uh, that bleeds into this into these conversations. It's really neat. It it adds to the whimsy um, and uh, uh, and flavor of the story while also kind of nicely contrasting the horrific stuff in these stories. Um, and then my next one, uh, the last one of my actual thoughts. Well, going back to Azumi's account of that infamous night. We're not actually going to camp, are we? At least not in this story. <laughs> I was about halfway point. I was like that that kid really comes up, and I'm just like, okay, so I've got maybe another two pages left of the story. This actually isn't about going to camp and having spookiness in the camp, is it? No. This is no. just a flashback story about previous stories' events from another point of view. Yep. Okay. So and that's not like it's called summer camp. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's called summer break. Oh. It's not called summer camp. Oh, good. <laughs> it's called summer camp. Yeah, thankfully, it's not called summer camp. It's called summer break. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, Mikey, uh, I have more in my final thoughts, but um, that's my actual thoughts for the, uh, for, the, for the main story. So, Mikey, the Stance for Evil, what do you got? 
Alright, so I have a quote here. Pushing open the door, I got out, while Dad opened the back and began unloading the essential stuff I need for my two-week stay at Camp Kimtu. Plenty of light summer clothes, sun lotion, deep bug, and fire witch repellent. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no. uh, and books and sketch pads for when I wasn't doing entries or writing exercises. And my actual thought is, if there's no fire witch in this story, I'm going to be so disappointed. Are you disappointed? <laughs> and you were disappointed. Yeah. Really? Honestly, I was disappointed that we didn't get to the damn camp. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's... Again, I love the 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 additions of just like like you know, it's like a whole like, bunch of mundane deep, stuff. Deep mosquito repellent. Also, it's repellent for fire witches. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. okay yeah. yeah, it's it's you know, it's kind of like, but a little bit less it's less convoluted uh, than the uh, the thing we had in the far life weather, which was uh, the oh the titania creeper thing. Yeah, titania creeper. Yeah, yeah. Where we're like, is it a plant? Is it a fairy? Is it? A tall Tenno creature, or is it a tall like Warframe thing? Yeah, that's probably what it is. I'll go with that. God, what if it, like what if like in t- in Warframe? Sorry, quick. Sorry. Don't apologize at all. Please continue. <laughs> what, if, what if in Warframe somebody made a Grenier uh, like few like like the Grenier like made a Warframe based off Titania, and so it's like a Titania creeper. What? What? Like they took the Warframe like like, like the Grenier developed a their own Warframe or like, their own like. Like, uh, like they modeled a new soldier, a new like super soldier or something like that, mm-hmm. off of Titania. So that would infer be a Titania uh, creeper because why would it be a creeper? Well, because Grenier are kind of creepy and infested. Got, creepier. Got... That's true. What if Titania was infested? Titania. But it was infested by the infested. There you go. Damn. Done. All right, show's over. All right, cool. Summer break. Go play Wolfwim. Wolfwim. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Um... <laughs> Well, yeah, short, I was, yes. I was a little disappointed that we didn't get <laughs> yeah. a fire witch. But maybe in the next story, whenever that gets done, even though this one was posted in like 2014, <laughs> um, we might get a uh, a fire witch uh, story. Which actually that would be really cool. Like that would be a nice setup for like when they actually get to the camp, and then they have to deal with fire witches. Just saying. Uh, honestly, if I don't think fire witches are that big of a deal, they're probably if they're, they're giving their child fire witch repellent. It's just like okay, you're gone. Well, no, see. It, it's it's deep mosquito and fire witch repellent. So it's good for mosquitoes. You just have to spray it. For the fire witch, you have to put a you have to use it to spray a sigil of like repellent <laughs> on your cabin door. Oh, As I'm doing a pentagram in the air, of course, yes. <laughs> Visual jokes are always yeah. welcomed on this podcast. Exactly. Clearly, mm. one day I will just have a you, know, you guys will just come in and you'll see a, tri- a camcorder on a tripod. <laughs> yep. Anyway, yeah. All right. Uh, so the other issue that I had was in regards to the transitions. Or lack thereof? Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, because it basically... There's the beginning? They go onto the bus and then they start reading articles and then reminiscing about and, the past. And then the reminiscing doesn't end. <laughs> and then the reminiscing just keeps going. And then in the reminiscing they talk about articles... That the sisters had. Yeah. And which is in the reminiscing still. Yeah, yeah which is in the reminiscing. Yeah. But when it got to that point, I was like, all right, back to articles. Is he back on the bus? No. 
No. <laughs> we are still reminiscing. <laughs> we are still in the flashback. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's gonna be my final thoughts um, regarding the story. Is I there needed to be at least some kind of like I, I feel like there. I almost forgot about the about the about like the, the wraparound plot. Yeah, of, like, her going to going to summer camp, and then it wasn't until the end of and then, and then like that happened. I was like, oh, okay. It's a little <laughs> jarring, but it's clearly laid out like this is the present one. I'm gonna member for a while, and then we're back to present. Like, yeah, but, it is clearly laid out. Oh yeah, but it, but it, it it lasts. The flashback lasts so long that I almost forgot about the the bus plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I feel like it could have used like something in the, like a break in the middle to like re- remind us that oh yeah, she's on a bus yeah. <laughs> going to summer camp mm-hmm. that we're not actually gonna get to in the in the story. No, for sure. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so those were my two main issues. All right. See Remember, I... Mikey, you can say good things about a story. <laughs> no, no, you can't. All right, sorry, that's my, my job on the show. Is it? I'm Mr. Sorry, I well, have 1,000 grammar-related discrepancies. Okay, yeah, over. those are grammar issues. <laughs> oh, okay. But, like, when it comes to actual, like, plot and, like, things about the story itself and, like, the actual material presented, I try to find good things as much as bad. Mm-hmm. Well, considering we're talking about good things, I'll have to go more negative again. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fair. But uh, the, this story, when it starts having like the supernatural elves and werewolves and everything as commonplace, uh, to me that takes all that creep factor out. And it becomes more high fantasy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it is, so it is 100% it, urban high fantasy. Basically. It doesn't make it a creepy pastor. The creepiness just sort of drains it, when I'm reading it. It stops being a creep pasta and just becomes a weird pasta, which is yeah. still a creepy pasta because it's stemmed from that. It's like weird fiction. Like weird fiction stemmed out of horror fiction because somebody wanted to add a little bit more whimsy and silliness to horror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do agree. It's it's not creepy at all. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> like this story in particular, like of the Curtisville stories, like I mean, you say unfortunately, but some of the ones that we we have the fondest memories of aren't creepy. No, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Case in point, the one I don't even have to say. I know. <laughs> Our listeners probably know which one we've said yeah. so many times. Yeah. We've referenced it so many times. For the audience at home, that was the. Uh, I dare my best friend to ruin my life, and I dare my best friend to end my life. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, like I, I get you, like it's, uh, but like that's kind of part of the course of creep bosses as well. Like it's, it's really just kind of a, a spitballing, like throw everything at the wall, see what what works. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, onwards to yeah. Gamer in Yellow. Yes, indeed. So you got my first one, but I have I have some more possibly. <clears throat> of course, there were the usual complaints to the police, various residents pointing their fingers at the usual su- suspects, the teenage pranksters, and budding criminal masterminds, my sisters included, the local hard rock gr- garage band, particularly the one with the one my albino cousin Yukio started, the vampires, ghouls, trolls, werewolves, as well as any foreign humans, especially the chalmers. And then it goes to the next line. Just about everyone in town thought the missionary couple was especially strange because they had themselves 
as well as their seven kids, all genetically modified to closely re- resemble elves, they were trying to convert. It, it almost sounds like when it's talking about the missionary couple, it's switching to a completely different topic because it's talking about all these potentially um, like criminal people, and then these people are weird. But anyways, but it's yeah. not like directly accusing them of the fire and stuff like that. It's just saying, here's a bunch of actual criminal people that are usual suspects. These people are weird. Moving on. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of weird also, how they're displayed. Now that I, I like, I read that and I, I found it like, whimsical. I read it. No, no, I read, I read it when I first <laughs> oh, read okay. it. I found it whimsical. But when re- listening to you read that, I was like, there's a lot of like, flavor glut in there like that mm-hmm. holy shit like just, it's world mm-hmm. it is but it like it needs to be parsed out a little bit more like a mm-hmm. little bit more delicately yeah I mean, there's only so many words and, and, and that's Not where really. the creep flew out the window <laughs> again I, I want a I want a werewolf cough like noir <laughs> horror story yeah anyways moving on Seven, you must be thinking to yourself when you read this blog. But didn't the police find the remains of only six kids along with their parents in their burnt-out mansion? Blog? Was my first question. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently, well, apparently this is being styled as a blog, although it doesn't it's really... It's so long, it can't be. You well, there's, to... there's no, like, dates and yeah, stuff that, on that, it. That, that, that it should be, like, blog entry one, two, eight, three. Or, or just one entry. Because you can have blogs that are, like, multiple, like six to seven, like, ten pages, twelve pages long. But <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. Like, it's not. It, it suddenly this is supposed to be like presented as a blog, but it's not really formatted as a blog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even if this was all one part of the entry, which it could be, there is no date at the begin at the top, or like and like subject matter, which I think would if you're gonna make it like present it as a blog, have that kind of be there. Yeah. Also, six kids. The reader wouldn't know about this, though. I suppose it's assumed that the reader is a reader in world reading this blog. Yeah. And this is an interesting way to give it the information, actually, well, to keep it immersive. Yes. The the character would say it that way. Indeed. Also, um, it is under the assumption that um, it is possible under the assumption that the uh, whoever's actually reading this, like us, have read the previous story, which it does detail that the six Chalmers kids were killed in the uh, in the in the, the the mansion. Yeah. From the previous story. But even if this is your first one, it gives you. Information on like on the events of the previous thing, yeah. yeah, and it lays it in a way that makes sense for the character to actually say it, yeah. So the character doesn't have to take it aside and go, For those of you who didn't read the previous ones, yeah, yeah, or it doesn't like have like a like a, an asterisk and then like under, at the very bottom, an asterisk, read it's this, like, read this, read this for more, yeah. Detail. yeah, like an annotation, I think, is what mm-hmm. that's called. And then we get to the uh, the glass situation with the the spooky thing. <laughs> She took a pen from her jean pocket and wrapped on the arm of the chair. Two, four, four, three. So I translated this into Morse code. Oh, did you? Um, if it's all dits, which is the quick ones, it's I-H-H-S. If they're all das, which is the long one, it is M blank blank zero <laughs> or O. But those assumptions aside, there is a way to handle das with only taps because a da is three dits in length. Yeah. So if you do three dits really quick, like did did it, that's if you can only do dots and you can't hold it, that counts as a da. So taking it like that, the two can either be an I, which is dit dit, or it could be two E's if it's two dits slowly. 
And then the four can be an A, an N, an H. The three could be a T or an S. So, like... I think... Are there any no, words I, made out of those combinations? Kind of. Not really. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look at the cryptography over here. <laughs> but, um... I actually, like, your first thing, the first thing that you brought up, like, the I-H-H-A-S? I-H-H-S. H-S. Okay, I was going to say, it's like, that could have been, like, I has, I has, like, the per- like, person was trying to, like, Morse code, I have the hand. Oh. <laughs> I has. It's entirely possible that they, <laughs> they, they just messed up the Morse code. <laughs> yeah. It's entirely possible. Yeah, I'm not really, I, I didn't really know what the Morse, what, what, the, what the tapping really, like, what the pattern was, like, and I... I didn't look it up. It didn't have a meaning in the story, but I found meaning, kind of. So um, if it is dit dit, dad dit, and then dit dad dad, it's I-N period A-T, in at, which doesn't really mean much. But they're words. Yeah, they are words. And then if it is dit dit, da, or sorry, dit dit, da, no, blah, blah, I did it twice. Dit dit, dit da, da, dit. Dit 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 dit. <laughs> then it is I A N S. Or if you put it together, then it's Ian's. So the the, the ghost's name is Ian, and it's just looking there, and be like, "You're in my house. This is Ian's." <laughs> so I've, I've affectionately named the the ghost character Ian. But the ghost character was I don't care. <laughs> the ghost but character is Ian is, and has taken the face of that character. Yeah, the question of the question is what is? But it would be ba 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 da poop. What's that? A fantastic song. Okay. <laughs> that's what that turn, that's what translates yes. into. Yes. yes. But moving aside, so um, actually, while we're here, um, the the picture that's yeah. on this is that possibly Ian yeah, slash whoever whatever actual name is the actual name uh, Woodley? Woodley Ian it's Woods- Ian now is it Woodsley Ian Woodley yeah uh, give me a second give me a second. Because it did say like the the monster was like falling apart as yeah. they were hitting it, like the head fell yeah, off. Yeah, because like shit. it's it's an ectoplasmic ghost. Kind yeah, of maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have a name, so I'm giving they it one. They gave it a name. No, they didn't. Yes, they, they said did. the face resembled that person. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that that person became Jane that. Woods. It, yeah, but I knew who it was. It was Jane Woodley's face. Yeah. No one else in town had. If a I big rip your face off and wear it, am I you? Wow, that's horrifying. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> So again, like if that's going to be the case, then that I want more of that in the story. Indeed, of, like a face stealing like demon thing mm-hmm. in Curtisville, and that is a bad. A- Evan Pratt, please write that story <laughs> of like a face. His name's Ian. A face stealing <laughs> demon named Ian. Uh. But yeah. Wow. We're stupid here. Moving on. We like to have fun here. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Either way, the picture. Yes, that's what that's what we're talking about. Yeah, it actually sort of resembles what it could be. Yeah, it actually works because I, I quickly looked through the previous ones. I recall most of the pictures didn't really have much to do with the story itself. The one that's uh, the the previous one had popcorn faces and had nothing to do with popcorn. Yeah, that was probably. And then the canary one had a fire, had a house burning, right? <sighs> Maybe. And then, the, if that's the case, then probably. And then the one after before after that or before that was. Um, I think it was a girl with like purple hair. Yes, something. yeah, and that made that made sense because that was the Medusa girl. That oh, was the purple haired Medusa girl. All right, well, never mind. <laughs> uh, and then the one before that was a like foggy like like 
coiling thing. So maybe the one that doesn't make sense is the popcorn. Then. Yeah, really. The only one, and I, I think it was supposed to be like the uh, the things in the uh, in the vending machine. Oh yeah, but yeah, it didn't really look that way. Either way, moving on. Yeah. Kyoto's intense dislike of Jane Woodley, I, I could have found that really quick right here, uh, was quite understandable. She was a dwar- uh, she was a dwarfish, blah, 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 blah. So when I first read this, I read this as she was uh, she was dwarfish. I was about to Google what a dwarfish was, like like W-A-R dash fish. Dwarfish. Dwarfish, yes. <laughs> I mean, considering half owl people are a thing, a I mean, dwarfish could you're be a thing. You're not wrong. Yeah, like there's a lot of like interpretation here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's entirely just me reading it wrong, though. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I could have found this thing really quickly, too. Because she had syndacacy or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, well. I didn't know I had a note on it. It's not on it. Exactly. <laughs> wait, wait. Sorry, let's just recap like, for a second. You didn't know you added that as a comment? Or as a, as a thought? No, not about, like, oh, it's kind of about that. <laughs> I've had a lot on my mind lately. <laughs> Apparently. I finished this the second recording thing at 10 o'clock this morning. Okay. <laughs> I've been busy. Either way. Because she had the web finger thing. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and my note is essentially, I just, I like the way that the word is put in here. I was about to Google it, and but the- then it was immediately answered for me, so I didn't have to Google yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it's put out in a way that makes sense because it's the characters telling the other characters what they are because they might, or what it is because they might not know. Exactly, yeah. And then moving on to the ending. Because of how 90% of the story is told through a flashback, it is jarring when it reminds us, though important that it did, that she's looking at a photo on the bus. Yeah, it finally gives us, why Why did you have this long-winded flashback? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because of this photo. But the photo appeared at the very at end, the of, end of remembering. I know. Yeah. Either way, the photo didn't trigger it. Either way, the fact that Nair is going to summer camp has no real impact on the story at all. No, it doesn't. Um, it's been so long since we got to the current time segment, I had to go back to see if it started because of the photo situation. Yep. But it didn't. Well... It, I, I think it kind of does, but it, we don't. She doesn't straight say that there was a photo there. She's just leafing through her her uh, her newspaper, and then she goes into reminiscing. So, and then she says at the end, the reason why she was reminiscing was because she, uh, she pulled like she flipped through the pages of her newspaper. There was the photo there. Oh, yeah. So that yeah, that and like, that. how did that photo get there between her page between the pages of her brand new newspaper? <laughs> Yeah, if that is the case, though, it could be said a little more clear, as in, like, I, I flipped a page, and there was a photo there, which made me remember, blah, 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 Exactly. Blah. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that, because, yeah, like, it's not mentioned till the end, and then, like, again, it leaves you kind of like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of seems what happened is she was thinking about what happened, and then in doing so, it manifested the photo in the paper. Yeah. Through magic, which is not... Un- uncommon this, or yeah. in, uh, or unheard of. That's plausible. And what does the disappearing kid in the photo even mean? I don't know. Um, I honestly, I honestly don't know what that means. Like it's that's the other problem with the revelation is like, yeah, I, I really didn't get what the the meaning behind it was. Mm-hmm. Like, is it? I mean, because all the faces are blurred out and they're hovering above the air. Yeah. 
So they're clearly some kind of supernatural entities. Or is it... Or that could have been... Ian, the face-stealing demon, mm-hmm. is slowly taking people's faces. Possibly. But the the one that he had on wasn't one of the Chalmers. So it wasn't one of the but people it, floating. But, but those aren't... But those, it's five oh. kids, not six. Or seven. Depending on... Who you tell? Who you talk to in in, in Kurtzville <laughs> about the Chalmers? I, I thought it's assumed that the picture is of the Chalmers. It's, and originally there were seven, but because just, of whatever reason, no, one mean, of them's gone. But now there's which knocked that, it down to six, and which then knocked it down to five because there was originally when they five, found it, yeah. and now it's four. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like there must be another story. Like maybe coming up, maybe there was an intention for a story to come out mm. um, that just hasn't come out yet, or she hasn't, or they haven't posted. Like Emma Pratt hasn't posted them yet. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, I'm not. I'm just not sure. Hey, I just don't understand what he was getting at. That's all. <laughs> like I find it, it's 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 a nice creepy moment when like oh shit, like this this photo that was supposed to be locked up is there. Like how to get there. But the significance otherwise of that, like the context of it, mm-hmm. isn't there for me to, like, yeah. why is this like, significant? If mm-hmm. in the flashback, what happened was her sisters were just hanging out, and then all of a sudden, like, the the photo appeared somewhere, and then when that happened, a monster attacked them through the window, then okay, the, the photo appearing like, means that something bad's going to happen. Like, if they heard, a t- if they heard the tapping on the window... And they go to investigate, and they find the photo on the inside of the window, just lay, like standing up on the window pane. And they pull that out. It's like, what's this? And they look back at the window, and there's the face there, and like the ghost thing. And like, ah! <laughs> yeah, if that's that, what happened, that, that's what would have made more sense. Yeah, but because they, they found they, it on the bottom of somebody's the shoe when they were shoe. when they were. Ch- I don't know. They found it on the bottom of one of their shoes while chasing the ghost. Their shoes? Yeah, it was oh. under one of the sister's shoes. So it fell out of the monster's pocket kind of deal, and they yeah. stepped on it, and it got stuck to their shoe yeah, or something. But yeah. yeah a little yeah. bit of better of a wraparound exactly, for it. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, the, the whole picture thing is like, well, they could just be remembering it wrong. Like, they yeah. thought there was five people in the picture, but there was only four to begin with, so that removes any spookiness, because we don't even know why the photo was really there. Yeah, like, there is, like, out-of-context creepiness, mm-hmm. and then there's just out-of-context, right? Like, like confusion. Like, mm-hmm. it, the, the only no thing that we know that why it's spooky is, like, again, like, what's presented on the photos, which is out-of-context. We don't know what, 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 what's the significance of it. And the sister mentions it must be hoodoo. Mm-hmm. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, we need a little bit more context to that. <laughs> yes. Speaking of the picture, it would be cool to actually see the picture. Yeah, that had been the actual like. But the, if it's something, the end, though, or at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know how most creators go about getting pictures, whether or not they get them commissioned or just find them online and do a story around them. Yeah, well, with M.M. Pratt, it seems like they uh, on their DeviantArt account because um, that's where they also post some of the stuff. Hmm. Um, they're an artist, so they oh, okay. all these all these pictures that they've done are, as far as I know, like their own creations. Oh, okay, cool. I wasn't aware. Um, all right, so uh, is that are you done though? Like, you just assume I'm done just because my phone's down and my arms are crossed, like, I'm not ready to do another one. How dare you? (coughs) 
Yes, I'm done. <laughs> okay. So I had to check because I wasn't sure. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So on the final thoughts then, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm probably going to repeat some stuff that I've, I've already mentioned, but whatever. So I have mixed feelings about this one. At first, it seemed like it, a fresh, separate story in the series, which I was fine with. I liked different events. I liked different events and stories in a singular tied universe. Especially with a clamp, uh, a clamp pot. Wow, a camp plot involved. There isn't though. <laughs> with all the hor- with all the horrific whimsy that comes with the Curtisville story. However, then it goes into a flashback for the majority of the story about the events of the Chalmers murders from the Farlath weather story, which we find out was in two thousand three. So we were close last time when we uh, guesstimated when the that story was taking place. Because I think we thought like the early aughts, because of CSI, <laughs> um, and I guess this one by that definition and by like stuff that was in the story, it's set in two thousand eight, according to the story's recollection. At one point, it goes back to nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. But then, then six years later is when the character yeah. was yeah. So now this. Now, this time, the events are conveyed from a different party of characters, like in the flashback. And the back-and-forth banner, ban- the back-and-forth banter, while stretching at points, even a little bit fillery for my taste, and just a little bit counterintuitive to info from the last story, it was also entertaining. I enjoyed the characters' dialogue as they, uh, as they recounted things to their little sister, who is the only unnamed character in this entire story. She has a last name. Yeah, but that's it. It's Nair, and then last Mizaki, name. Yeah, <laughs> Nair, and then like, but we had like Mizaki, Kyoto. Um, yeah, like the sisters never refer to her. Yeah, exactly. Like, please, just... Guys, Creepypasta writers, please name... I, I, know, I, know, you, I know you try to like do the... like. Self-insert character. Self-insert character, like, throw the reader, like, into that position having for immersion level stuff. Give us a name for characters when it's needed, please. Hmm. At least we had gender in the last name. We did, yes. So it's Miss Nair Aderman Satui. Yes. Um, But yeah, so all that said about, like, my enjoyment of, like, the banner and the character development stuff. That said... I was wondering what the point was of having the camping premise at the beginning and until the very end when we discover why there was a flashback. I feel it needs a reminder somewhere in the middle about the narrator's present situation on the bus about to go to camp. Otherwise, the reader might forget that setup or be left a little confused. I was a little disappointed, personally, when I realized that this wasn't going to be a camping trip story. That I thought it was, I was promised by the beginning. <laughs> We're not going to Disneyland, and I mean, are we? I mean, I'm not owed anything as a reader, like because oh, uh, I just I pulled the story from like the wiki page and some of that. I'm not owed that. I don't. Be, I'm not. I'm not um, saying I'm entitled to anything as a reader for it. But the story started as that, and just kind of didn't even like transition like. Like tell you that you're, we were going to go somewhere else. They just kind of flashbacked, and then that flashback just never ended. Mm-hmm. Um, we should come up with an alternate title. Okay. Yeah. Flashback. 
That never ended. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ian's Rampage. <laughs> Chick Charting Tales. <laughs> yeah, the entire thing is just about the flashback. Just thinking about it, the, the entire story, because it's mostly flashback, could have been, been told while taking a dump. No, yeah, there's no re- like. I, I hate, oh, like, like the, the start sorry, and like, end could be anything. Yeah, it could have yeah. been anywhere. Like they could have been like in school. They could have been at home, like reading their reading their paper, or taking a dump. Like they taking a dump. Nicely said. <laughs> like, it just there was a setup there for a for a for a separate adventure that just got like pulled under the rug, uh, pulled off, like pulled the rug under it, and through this like flashback from of a different perspective from the same events that happened in the previous story. It's like. But I want camp. I want, summer, <laughs> I want summer camp horror. We were pro- promised summer break. Yeah, the the, the, pre- the the beginning promised summer camp. Like I want to see what a fire witch looks like. <laughs> Probably a witch that's on fire. <laughs> Just like a, like an eternally burning like oh yeah, my god, it's like a fire elemental in the form of a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just because there was there's so much time between the beginning and the end. The reason why we had the flashback at the uh, didn't really have much of a punch for me, like, it might as well just not have been there. Or it might have been a different scenario, like we said. Uh, and again, like like I've said, that the, uh, by the end, like, the, the, the picture with the photo, like, coming in, it's like, yeah, it, it's it's like, oh, okay, so that's why there's a flashback there. Why the flashback happened. But I was not, I, I feel like there was there should have been more of a punch there. If was that's how intended. it's meant to be intended. Yeah, exactly. That yes. they were looking through the, the newspaper and there's a photo there. Oh, I remember. Exactly. <laughs> yes. In the flashback. If that's what was meant. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's because of that and like the stuff, like the because of the pros and cons that we've mentioned already. I half recommend this one. It's on the low end of half recommend. It it needs some work, um, and I hope we get another story where Nair, please give them a name, goes to camp and the weird Curtisville spookiness stuff. In the soups. Watch, so just name him Nair. <laughs> or her, actually. Nari. Nari. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if we actually... Oh, no, I was going to say, I'm sure if we had looked at, like, one of the previous stories where, like, they were all on a bus, we might be able to actually find the, the, this person. But then it's like, oh, maybe. Set, but that was set in the 80s, not the 2008s. <gasps> Damn it. <laughs> just, yeah, I can't do that anymore. But yeah, so that's my, my final thoughts. I, I half recommend it. Um... And just because of my love for the Curtisville style stories, um, but otherwise the story does need a lot of work, a, a, a little or a lot of work, depending on like your your view on it. Um, yeah, like that's it. That's all I got. Mikey, what do you got? I'm not recommending it because. Just... Without a fire witch, I was just left disappointed. Right from the get-go, eh? Yeah. yeah. Just done. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> Flip table. <laughs> done. Yeah. And or are you already on a tablet? Did you do a tablet flip? And then you broke your tablet and then you had to buy a new one? No. That's why you have protected cases on your tablet. Oh, okay. So you can tablet flip. Yes. I see. Yes. So, anyway, the story is mostly just a rehash of other stories, but from a different perspective. Which, 
is interesting, Which, but but yeah, it's stuff that we mostly already know. Yeah, and then mostly though, you do learn things. Yes, <laughs> and then the the actual story of Summer Break is just a guy going on a bus. Yeah, and that's where it leaves. Like, that's oh, it. look at me, I'm getting on a bus. Oh man, they're sure noisy putting that luggage away. I'm going to read this newspaper, <laughs> and, like, and then it's like, oh wait. Yeah. And like it could have just been getting on, could have been getting on the bus to go home or to go to school. school. Yeah, or or coming back from summer break, yeah, or from a summer camp, mm-hmm. and like, and like, oh yeah, rereading some of my articles, and it's like, what? That, that, I was at the camp for two weeks. That shouldn't have been. That photo shouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. You really like that, don't you? <laughs> it's my, it's my, my flashback, uh, like a sound effect. I like that you have the, the hands, in yeah. it, even though we're on an audio podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. It, it does actually go through your voice because if you're just going like, <laughs> not moving, yeah, you know? it does have the same like kick to it in real yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's where I'm left. Just not... especially like since the sorry, not to cut you off. That's what we do. <laughs> Me too. But like, especially since the previous story, um, we we kind of had the hopes that the next story was going to be about like werewolf cop or like the or like that kid, mm-hmm. <laughs> like or like the, a further investigation of that night. But then like a couple of years go by since that since the events of the Chalmers, mm-hmm. so like nothing got resolved. Yeah, it's just another in- incident in the world. So it's like, uh, yeah. All right. So uh, Game Reno. Um. I'm kind of agreeing with both of you in a way, because I can't really recommend it because like there's a lot of things that don't really make sense. The um the 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 wraparound segment doesn't really have to be there. It could just be the entire flashback as the entire story. Yeah, and it not be called Summer Break because it doesn't have to do with Summer Break. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was things that didn't make sense in it, like the 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 tapping on the window felt like it was. Because it's so specific, yeah. the amount of taps, I thought it was going to mean something. Hence why I, I learned Morse code. To try to, you became a cryptographer. I did, trying to figure out the meaning of this. I see the diplomats hang on the wall. Yeah, I brought it. I don't know why. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, like, it, like, it, it, like, you figured it would have been explained, like, why it was, like, 2455? Five, five? It was 2443. 2443. 24, and then 43. Four, three. Yeah. Like you think there'd be that'd be some there'd be a meaning behind that? Yeah, like it would happen in the end wraparound where they would hear that and then oh no the creature's gonna be there. Yeah. So, but it, it didn't happen. So that was kind of unnecessary, and the wraparound was unnecessary. So a lot of it was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, it would have been like you like, you would get the exact same story out of there with a lot of stuff cut out. Yeah. So I will say that this was a better. Uh, this was better presented than the previous story because we had some issues with the previous story because it was just sh- showing and not telling, or no, it was telling and not showing. Whereas in this one, it was kind of doing a nice blend of both, like it was showing but it was also telling, mm-hmm. but not. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like gratuitously telling, and like so, it felt you felt invested at least a little bit in this one more than the previous one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, long story short, I would I would recommend it. If the the wraparound segment was actually more directly tri- tied to the story, the tapping had something to do with it. You know what? I'd even recommend it if if the story was expanded upon. Like this is just the beginning of the story. Like these six 
or these like nine pages of a longer story. I know it's going to be a longer like read, but nine pages of long, of this set of the of the beginning of the story, and then the and then we go into the summer camp. And why that photo has some significance mm. at the summer camp. Well, it, it could do something like it's talking about how th- this happened and my sisters told me this and that and that. And they're telling me this as a warning or whatever. They're reminding me of this because of a warning because this creature could be where I'm going for summer camp. And then yeah. it ends with the both wraparound segments as one segment at the end of the character going to summer camp yeah. leading up to another story. Another story. Go to su- yeah. This one's called Summer Break. The next one's called Summer Camp. Um, and yeah, it even says, like, in, in the flashback, it does even, like, the sisters, like, warn her about, like, the, the creature being sighted near the, the park or near the camp. Or, like, something is actually in, no, something because, is near the camp. Um, when when Nair says like, oh, you tell me this because the creature's there, and they're like, no, there's like there might be a Bigfoot there, but you're fine. Yeah, it's like then so. Why are you telling me? <laughs> thanks for this is why I said like a lot. Some of it becomes just filler, is because it just like don't get me wrong, I like the character talking and the the world developing, but like at the same time, it's like what does this have to do with the plot of your story at the, at the, this point in time? <laughs> and like you said, a lot of it is character building and that's fine, but a lot of it is told, but for no real reason. Yeah. And it just kind of adds to the length. And so overall I can't recommend it, but with um, stuff being chopped up and the, um, the wraparounds being put at the end to allude to the, another story. So this story is the setup to why they're prepared for, things to go bad in the next story at exactly. camp. Yeah. yeah. Then I would, but right now I can't. Yeah. All right. Well, that was this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi 6, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're on Twitter, so you can leave us a, uh, some comments there. Um, Mikey is at the East Stands for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without the W, because they took his last... The last space he needed for W... And they used it for the at. Sure, that's why. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Or it's because um, my name is stupidly long and I can't do anything. Yeah, mate, you, you could just do gamer in yellow. No. <laughs> I mean, I could, but I don't care. Okay. Uh, and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can also uh, send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Or you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon. Go to El Dente Rigamortis on Patreon and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with extra episodes, special episodes, special content, and early access. And, and, to our, and to our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the writers of these stories, thank you immensely. Seriously, guys. Because without your listenership, we wouldn't have a show. And without your stories, we really wouldn't have a show. Without your writership. Thank you, yeah. Without your writership. Yeah. <laughs> I just said it's a joke. If you want to use it, go for it. <laughs> and without your writership, we really wouldn't have a show. Trademark the gamer in yellow. Because I noticed that you just repeated that so you can cut out me suggesting it. I know you're tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. Oh, of course. <laughs> Feature me. Oh, eliminate, eliminate gamer in yellow. No! How dare you? <laughs> Um, so until next time I've been your host Review Cultist I'm Mikey the easiest ends are evil and I'm the gamer in yellow and this has been Al Dente Rigamortis sleep well
the the DVD playing. I think it's the DVD player, is it? Well, that's just yeah. Play. I hit play. Yeah. Uh, did you step? You may have. Uh, the, the, I the, set the, that down on the ground without <laughs> touching a single button. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then it just started. Weird. No, wait. This is. Oh, that's the same one. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna how, say. How did that trigger just from me putting it down? I don't know. That is odd. Ghosts. Anyway. <laughs>